to another episode of Becoming Zion. This is going to be episode two of the third season. So welcome back. And uh, we're getting to some serious things today uh, because there's been a lot going on in the media. There's been a lot going on in, you know, government as far as the U.S. goes. So if you aren't in the U.S. and you haven't been hearing about all of the things going on with trans folks, um, yeah, uh, lucky you. But also, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to talk about it today. So I'm going to talk about some of the things that have been going on. I'm going to talk about how I feel about it. I'm going to talk about, you know, we're going to pull back the curtain a little bit and talk about what's really going on. Because a lot of this stuff is like like fake concern, fake outrage. Um, and just like, wh- why are we creating bills um, around who um, can take med? Like, wh- like, why are you limiting people's access to medicine, um, access to health care, access to, you know, source of life, really? But uh, anyway, just before we get into everything, just want to let you know, my name is Zion, pronouns he and him, because normalized pronouns. And uh, and this is my podcast. I talk about things from spirituality to my trans identity to my black identity to um, how those intersectionalities exist in the world and how the world interacts with those intersectionalities as well. So um, as far as the song of the podcast, though, I know you heard Cozy at the beginning. Um, We always like to support black business. We like to support black moguls. We like to support black trans people. Um, You know, Cozy has a sample from T.S. Madison, who is a black trans woman. Uh, So we we love that. Go ahead and get her her royalties. Um, But also uh, it has Beyonce, who is a black woman who has dedicated her album to the queer community. And a lot of people have feel, feel a lot of ways about Beyonce because, I mean, of course you do (laughs) she doesn't have an opinion about you but (laughs) everybody got an opinion about her but um I do I do love Beyonce one of the podcasts is cozy because well literally like I feel like all black trans people all black queer people need to be comfortable in their skin because literally you know we are revolutionary we are the future like the future is being you know fluid the the future is flowing with everything and not being so constricted to such a binary way of living but um a lot of people don't understand that a lot of people want the values that they had back in the 50s and the values that they had back in the whatever time they grew up they wanted to apply to the current times but we are in a different time we're in a different era and there are a different group of people that exist and live in the world and we have to learn how to coexist with people um i think that that's where it's lacking a lot of the times because why are you impeding on someone's like medical rights um you know they're not impeding on yours i think a lot of people just just are are followers that's the issue the media is creating an agenda like so you know how people like oh, be like oh there's like a gay agenda or, or like a trans agenda there's an agenda there is a gay and trans agenda but it's not from the gay and trans people and it's not from the queer community it's from the government it's from like schools it's from all this stuff like all these systematic things and organizations the the rhetoric in the agenda is from them they're trying to make trans people not exist they're trying to make it make being trans not normal. At the end of the day, I'm a human. So that's the most normal thing that that I can be, literally. Let's get into some of the things that have been happening um, within America and stuff like that that I want to discuss within this podcast. So the topic of this podcast is that the government within America and I'm honestly everywhere, but mostly America, because we're a fucking joke, clearly, like the the government here is a fucking like 
reality TV show. It's not real, it's fake, it's all based on, you know, ulterior motives, it's all based in money. It doesn't have any concern for the actual people who live in this country, other than white, cishet people. And the point of this podcast is I want to talk about how trans people were being used as political pawns. We have an election coming up. We have a presidential election coming up. These smaller elections matter a lot as well. As you can see, all these bills coming up and popping up and stuff, it's because of these votes that a lot of people just didn't, you know, a lot of these uh, elections that people weren't, you know, focused on, the smaller ones. These, those are the ones that matter. That's why all these states have these people in office where they're making these bills and shit like that to, you know, ban, you know, gender-affirming care or limit gender-affirming care. This is happening in states like Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, Oklahoma, they're introducing, and some of them are passing, bills that are limiting or completely banning gender-affirming care for youth. And and I'm going to say youth because when people think youth, people think, oh, you're letting like kids get trans surgeries and you're letting kids get... No, they're banning like gender-affirming care for adults. Once I turn 18, what the fuck goes on in my life has nothing to do with one anybody period that's the government that's my friends that's my family when i go to the doctor and talk to my doctor about what the fuck i got going on it don't have nothing to do with you it don't have nothing to do with the government it don't have nothing to do with schools it don't have nothing to do with kids it don't have like none of that the fuck ain't no kids sitting in the office with me while i'm going to get my fucking tea prescription and a lot of you weirdos think that people are like think that like kids are easily influenced i will admit kids are super easily influenced they're numbskulls <laughs> there are people who grew up in queer households and are straight there are people who grew up in straight households and are gay there are people who grew up in cis households and are trans that where you grow up it's a part of how you like of who you become but you are who you are regardless and i think that's where people get things messed up because everything has to be an agenda just because it's different it has to be an agenda no it's just different and it might make you turn the cogs in your mind a little bit and consider like hey there are different people out here like doing different things than me yeah i think that is a healthy thing and that's something that is needed in this world because we are different and we need to stop trying to fit into this mold because i don't want to walk around here with a bunch of people who look the fucking same act the same listen to the same music like dress the same all that kind of stuff like i don't i don't want to be surrounded by clones and i'm good on that so i think that you know having people who are different uh being embraced in the world is such a necessary thing in order to move forward like as a society in a unified way and you know a lot of these politicians and a lot of people in government and a part of these systems they want you to be separated because if you're like the more separation there is you get to turn to this this quote-unquote higher power for a solution um in this government for a solution when they don't these motherfuckers don't live like us they don't live like us. These politicians make a lot of money. Their whole life is ran by money. Their opinion that you see on TV and you see on the internet, that ain't their opinion. They were paid to say that. And like, that's why I think, that's why the, I don't know what I'm gonna name this podcast. It might be something like, you know, trans people are used as political pawns or whatever, but it, you know, it, we are. 
we're just used we're just being like used our rights are being taken advantage of and being altered like in the public eye to make a point to for so these people can, can get votes and shit like that but yeah so it, it's an issue for me um and i and i definitely had to speak on it because it's just like it affects me for one but also i see it see a lot of the people agreeing with some of the fuck shit that's going on being black and looking like me so i'm like so i have to talk about this because a lot of black people let me talk to my black people for a second and like i was gonna go down and talk about this after i got into some of the things but i do want to talk about this first like i was saying black people i mean uh, trans people are being used as political pawns especially black trans people so a majority of the people i'm not gonna say a majority i'm gonna say a lot of black people a lot of black people are transphobic or homophobic or they at least allow the people around them uh to be homophobic be transphobic and it's normalized my issue is a lot of y'all don't acknowledge that there are black trans people or you acknowledge that there are black trans or black queer people but they they not your people they're they they're they're one of those they're those and there's these and those and they're those like so they're others my thing is stop trying to make transphobia homophobia black culture like it's literally is what i call it and i'm gonna coin it in this episode here because i've been i've been speaking about it like on my other platforms but i'm gonna coin it right here it's called the punch down olympics now the punch down olympics is literally just think about it you got black people punching down on black queer people black gay people you know being homophobic whatever then you have black queer people punching down on black trans people (laughs) and then you know you even have intersectionalities of black trans people punching down on other black trans people so it's just you know the punch down olympics everybody who's oppressed you don't have to oppress somebody else it ain't gonna make you less less oppressed like so why and then and then oppressing your own people is dumb i don't care if you don't consider trans people or 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 queer people your people if they're black they're your people and that's how you should see it and that's the issue with us that's the issue with black people is that we don't want to unify we would rather judge somebody uh within our community make fun of them rather than stand behind them and be like yo don't don't mess with my people because you don't want to be seen a certain way like if you're confident in who you are and you weren't such a fucking follower you wouldn't like be concerned about how people see you me i don't care how people what people think about me i'm a i'm gonna live my life like regardless and when you start impeding on my rights then i could act a fucking fool and i have to get my rights back but as far as that opinion shit that sticks sticks and stones may make, break my bones you know but words will never hurt me bitch like i don't care what you got to say a lot of these people that are judging uh queer people and trans people them motherfuckers are so conflicted they got so much shit going on in their life it's like you shouldn't be worried about me you might you might have needed you needed a laugh so maybe you wanted to laugh at a trans person uh but maybe you should be you know laughing your way to a fucking therapy chair and figure out what the fuck you got going on to a point where you're worried about what's in someone's pants you're worried about what some what type of medicine someone's taking you're worried about somebody and my thing is when these motherfuckers be so concerned about kids worry about your kids because a lot of times when I'm, when I, I don't go to Walmart no more. I, I cannot go in there. I cannot go inside. I will if I have to, but it's the children. Y'all really want to talk about the issues with children. My issue with kids is stop letting your fucking kid run around Walmart. That's my issue. I don't give a fuck about if your kid is inspired 
to be trans, have a, have a conversation with your kid and understand that these are not choices. When you, when you break down and understand that, um, you know, if you teach your kids something rather than hate, you could teach them to open their mind and go, hey, oh, okay, this is this is something new to me. Rather than them feeling like, oh, I need to be this, maybe maybe you need to teach them. So, because a lot of this curiosity stuff, these kids don't know how to learn about people who are different from them because their parents hate everybody that ain't that ain't that don't, doesn't fit into a certain mold. So it's like these kids pick that up, and then you have generations of hate. So that's why it's like this transphobia and homophobia has become almost cultural within the black community is because it's so normalized. Like people think that using the F slur is is cultural. People think that using, and this is not necessarily pertaining to queer people, but people think using the R word, um, which is, is normal. It's fucking ableist, it's wrong, it's disrespectful. Same, like, you know what I'm saying? Just like if a, I don't like to compare compare with black people saying the n-word, but that's the only way. I mean, uh, white people saying the n-word, but that's the only way that black people really get it. It's like if you if somebody says a slur to you, why are you to not feel a way about it? Like just because it doesn't apply to you, I don't know. It's just like y'all are so quick to other like black people that don't fit a certain mold, and then be so pissed when people put us in a box and use it and see us as a stereotype. It's just like you're you're building a fucking mold for yourself, and then being mad that somebody says, "Hey, you're a clone," like. I don't get it, but yeah, and, and, and my issue is that people, uh, black people also think that, you know, queer issues and trans issues, and I'm going to speak specifically about trans issues because, like, this is this is my life, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying, so as far as, like, you know, these are the issues that I'm facing, I see the queer side of it all too, but I mostly face the trans side of it um, because it's just, like, you know, that's where I'm at in my community, and as far as, like, trans issues, like, Black people like to see it as a white issue, but then they forget like, hey, there are black trans people out here struggling too. And they don't understand that black trans people are struggling more than white trans people. And if you feel a way about that, I don't care. But uh, it's true because they are dealing with the intersectionality of being trans as well as being black. As a black person, you know what it's like to be black. So imagine adding on another layer of the society not liking you along with a majority of your own community not fucking with you. So it's like it's not it's not a white issue and that's what we got to get away from. A lot of the times people act like, you know, black people act like trans issues is a is a white issue. No. Black trans people are assigned black at birth. I don't give a fuck about gender. We're assigned black at birth. Me personally, I don't have black on my birth certificate, but I'm black, okay? I don't care what nobody says, I'm black. And that's what I'm saying, like like with T.S. Madison, even though she be she has to windmill with black people all the time over trans issues because they always got something to say about a trans person or a queer person, like, but at the end of the day, we're still black. I'm black first, I'm black and trans, but I'm black first. When I walk into a room, whether but whether like because currently i do quote unquote pass so when i walk in a room i am seen as a black man but i am black trans man regardless if people see that or not but when i what they do see is my blackness so it's like y'all can't sit around and ignore the fact that i don't like black like black trans people don't exist in a way we actually and i don't even like to compare struggles but you we're dealing with fighting black people and white people and every other people in the world you know even even queer people you would think that even queer people like lgbtq plus i you know would be 
at least, you know, unified. We're not even unified there. Not even black queer people are unified with black trans people a lot of the times. So it's just like, I don't know. You guys kind of get it twisted. And, um, you know, the these, um, these politicians are playing on your prejudice and they're playing on your ignorance. They're, they're like allowing you to ignore the, flag, the fact that the people that, you know, they're making bills and stuff about trans people. But if they can impede on trans people's rights, what makes you think they can impede on your rights? If a black trans person, if I'm a black trans person, they could take away my rights. And I'm a black trans person. You heard it, black trans person. I'm a black person that they could take away my rights. They could take away your rights too. There are bills in the South being passed um, that are pretty fucking vicious right now. And they're towards black people. Like they're trying to tear down black neighborhoods so there could be white only neighborhoods. Like meanwhile, y'all are worried about what the hell a trans person's doing. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that. So while they're 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 doing this to you and they're they got one hand and they're shaking it and they're like, yeah, fuck the trans people. They're also over here saying fuck black people too. Seriously. So anyway, back on track. I did want to get that out of the way because if it, you know, if if there is anything I want y'all to hear, it's that part about the fact that black and trans people are still black. We are black first. We may have to deal with the struggles of being trans on a daily basis, but we also deal with the struggles of being black on a daily basis. Because this world is Kate is literally built to put down black people, to really minimize our power. Meanwhile, we the most powerful people in the world. We create everything, we inspire everything, we're the blueprint for everything. So we need to unify, because it's unity or death. It is literally unity or death. There are only so many, there's not that, what the, Matter of fact, percentage of black people in the world. No, in the fucking world. I should do U.S., but in the fucking world. Imagine 12% of people, and then trans people, it's like one, like, like 1.6% or something like that is the, of the population. You're going to let 1.6% of the population fuck up the rights for 12% of us, which is like everybody. That's everybody. That's everybody in the black community. Because if you fuck up the rights for the trans people, you fuck up the rights for yourself as a black person. It starts with us. We're at the forefront. We might, you know, that that's the same thing with like over, over the years, queer people have been um, well, even, you know what I'm saying? Black people, you know, civil civil rights movement. Think about Jim Crow. You know what I'm saying? All these laws targeting black people. It starts with the people who are the most vulnerable. And if you can't protect the most vulnerable people, which used to be, well, it's still black people in America. But now it's like black queer people, black trans people. And y'all not protecting them. Like, your rights are next, you know? Like... Yeah, I think that y'all get it real twisted, but you're gonna, it's gonna be a big wake up call when you start seeing these laws, like these racially driven laws being passed too. And then you're gonna look to a, a trans person and be like, why are you not talking about it? Which I don't got no choice. I'm pro black. So I, I am for all black people. And if you are not for all black people, you're not pro black. And that's fine. Just, just don't sit with us. 
because I love my black people, and I, I'm a if 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 I'm gonna call myself black, I'm going to protect black people. I'm going to be a part of the black community. You know what I'm saying? Like, but anyway, that that is a whole that could be a whole episode in itself with the fact that there this this intersectionality um, that black people ignore, like. We are so multifaceted as black people. We need to stop acting like we're we're a monolith, because we're not. As a black person, you need to be an ally, um, not only to just queer people, but to yourself. Because being an ally to black people include being an ally to, uh, to queer people, to trans people, etc. You don't have to understand somebody's struggle um, to, in order to protect them, especially if they are your people. If they're, you know, if they happen to experience intersectionality, you can't relate to. That's fine. Learn about that. But it's like you gotta open. We gotta open our minds because, like, the more we like confine ourselves to these limiting values and these limiting ideas, they're gonna keep us dumb. They're gonna keep y'all dumb. My bad. I had to fix it because I'm not falling into this trap of like minute like shrinking my mind to be normal to fit in like i'm good on that 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 didn't do shit for nothing for nobody like fitting in you want to just you know be a part of the status quo that's fine do that but i can never i can never do something that doesn't feel right in my soul but anyway that was like the aspect of just the whole blackness i wanted to address but i want to get back into kind of the laws um so like i was mentioning they're banning a lot of gender affirming care and like so for example um, I did want to read off a definition of what a gender affirming care is so kind of people have an idea. I don't know, you know, who's listening to this podcast, but education is elevation. So I'd rather like tell you um, than to have you wondering. But, you know, Auntie Google is always alive and well. She works 24 7, 365. So you can always check her out. Uh, and, you know, she, she's free. Use code Google is free. Expand your mind for 100% off of uh, looking that shit up yourself. But <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually telling you the definition. Uh, yes, gender affirming care is actually a range of social, psychological, behavior, and medical interventions designed to support and affirm an individual's gender identity when it conflicts with uh, the gender they were assigned at birth. So, um, like they were mentioning, it could be, you know, uh, uh, medical intervention, uh, social, psychological, all that kind of stuff. So, like, really transitioning into life as the gender that you are, uh, that, that you are, you know, and that you, uh, that's different. And when it usually differs from, uh, you, what you're assigned at birth so pretty much like uh it's just care for trans people to feel more seen pretty much and you know the fact that they're limiting and banning this reveals the whole agenda of this whole shit like a lot of the times they're acting like it's kids and it, i believe it was laverne cox who said it um who's talking about how oh you know um they try to act like it's um the kids and the kids this and the kids that it's never been about the kids it's always been about erasing trans people about deleting us it's literally a trend they're trying to legalize trans genocide pretty much and that kind of makes me kind of question a little bit about HRT, um, which is hormone replacement therapy. Um, I think it's also called GAT, uh, G-A-H-T, which is like gender affirming health or gender affirming hormone transition or something like that, or therapy, hormone therapy. Um, but 
pretty much like you know it makes me kind of think about how the world sees trans people like they act like it's all about the surgeries it's all about the hrt it's all about the you know hormones it's all about this it's all about that it's all about looks it's all about sound it's all about sounding like a woman it's all about sounding like a man it's all about looking like a man it's all about looking like a woman and it's it's so that they could norm like literally erase trans people now i would say that gender affirming care does not define us like it helps us feel more comfortable in the world and makes us want to live but we all know what not having access to the things you need does to a person's mind you get into survival mode and you know you have to figure out you know we've like trans people have found like you know not not all trans people because uh just to let you know too not all trans people go through hrt not i mean go through gender affirming care and things like that like some people don't need it um but some people do um, but it's just showing like they try to define transness uh, in a medical like they try to medicalize us in a way um, rather than humanize us. And, you know, that's another thing that I think it was Laverne Cox who said it as well, talking about how once you can de dehumanize a person, you can take away their rights. Um, but I did want to say, too, like as far as these laws coming about, they act like it's so easy to get gender affirming care. First of all, healthcare is hard for people to access in general, not just trans people, but everybody like in America. A lot of people in America have issues um, getting access to affordable healthcare and things like that. And then when you bring it down to the whole trans aspect, it's not easy to just get on, you know, you know, whatever uh, hormone that you're whatever, like HRT you need. Um, it's not easy. Like for me. It took me a whole process. I had to really plan it out in order to start my transition. I had to figure out my insurance. Like I had to make a game plan. I'm like, okay, look, so I gotta get my insurance. Then from there, I gotta make sure I could pay for my testosterone. I gotta make sure that I'm gonna be able to have my shots on time. I've never missed a shot. I missed a shot recently, but we're like a year in. And I didn't miss it. I ended up like doing it after, but I ended up like being late on it. But either way, like, I'm just saying, as far as just access and everything like that, it's hard. It's really rare that, um, you know, black trans people, not even black trans people, but just trans people in general, it's hard for them to access, like, consistent, like, healthcare. And it's like, I wouldn't say it's, like, unhealthy or anything, but it's a, it's a struggle when, like, we can't get our consistent, like, um, HRT and, like, consistent hormone therapy because this is kind of something that you need consistency in order to have success with. Um, so either way, with all that said, it's hard to act. It's not easy to access like hormone replacement therapy. So they make it seem like kids can just, you know, go out to their local doctor without their parent and just go ahead and start tea or start, you know, estrogen or whatever they're looking to, um, to do. Like they make it seem like it's so easy. There are a lot. I know a lot. I know a lot of trans people, trans kids, trans just humans that literally are struggling um, to be on uh, be on their hormone replacement therapy uh, to get access to gender affirming care, like whether that be finances. And a lot of the times, like you, these people are out here trying to limit, like you know, gender affirming care when you know trans people will be struggling with with you know housing security, job security, um, you know, mental health, all types of other things. Like you're you're trying to take away something that brings uh, you know a healthy well being to a person. 
um, and that's why I say like they're trying to legalize transgenocide. I would say HRT doesn't define being trans, but it does make it easy for a lot of us um, to operate in the world where we aren't being beat up and thrown, you know, and thrown to the side and, you know, uh, belittled and being, you know, discriminated against. Like HRT makes it easy for us to operate in the world um, as, as we are, you know? So, um, yeah. And then people don't understand that, you know, regardless if they ban this shit or not, uh, they ban, you know, trans affirming care. If they ban it, people are going to get access anyway. Um, I mean, think about it. There's a lot of illegal things in this world that people still get access to. But I mean, it's already difficult. They're just going to make it more difficult to access it. But regardless of if I'm on testosterone or not, regardless if I had surgery or not, regardless if, you know, I change my name or not, I'm still trans because that's just who I am. And people like try to make it seem like being trans is all about the medical side of it. It's all about doing something to your body to alter it. Some people exist as they are, as they were, you know, born and everything like that and don't like change anything but their mindset of hey like I know who I am now and that's all it takes to be trans and a lot of people disagree with me um just I've seen online and stuff they think that you need to you know med medically transition or whatever to be trans but you don't gotta do shit to be trans but know that shit in your mind and your body and your soul and like really embrace that shit but yeah like as far as that goes um it's just a lot of wickedness going on in the world. It's a lot of hate in the world. Um, there's a lot of creators online that are spreading misinformation about trans people um, and profiting on it and monetizing on it. Meanwhile, there are black trans people spreading information, uh, positive, uh, positive information. They're spreading, you know, open conversations that need to be heard. Um, and they're actually being demonetized and being limited as far as what they can say online. Um, and it's like, this is the education we need. This is the rawness that we need in the world. Uh, meanwhile, we have, you know, people that are prejudiced. I call them content creators because um, all they do is just make demeaning content about trans people and they spread mis misinformation about trans people and they try to make a fool and, you know, a mockery of trans people and they have a whole platform around it. And there are a lot of people online that um, actually do this. And it's it's really gross. And the thing about it is, like, these people find success when doing it. But meanwhile, a trans person just simply exists and, and spreads love and spreads, you know, um, just beautiful things into the world and gets nothing but hate, backlash, and just violence towards them. So, and then you have these, like, uh, social media sites um, that literally, a lot of them are, like, you know, black, they're followed by a lot of black people. Um, and, you know, what they do is they intentionally, like, like create this like space safe space for like transphobes to just have a good time together in comment sections underneath a post about trans people um and the thing about it is they're already a big platform so whatever the shade room you know the shade room if you're black you know the shade room they like strategically post trans people um in ways where they know the comments are going to go off with the most transphobic shit you've ever seen in your life and they do nothing to monitor it they do nothing to protect trans people um all they do is just influence transphobia and homophobia and hate but there's a lot of platforms out here that do that and uh 
it's just it's really gross and i don't agree with it um and then you also have like politicians like donald duck aka orange fucking fury over here um talking out the side of his wrinkly ass neck about that and, and no one asked because because who the fuck asked like honestly i don't think anybody who is built the way that motherfucker is should be saying anything about anybody's anything but you know he was uh talking online about how nobody should have access to gender affirming care and my issue with, with these politicians is especially donald duck is this motherfucker don't got no type of this motherfucker got his experience by his his political experience his first political experience being a president how the fuck your how the fuck you build your resume, uh, your political resume, with the one of the most important political jobs in the world? I don't get it, and that's why money is money can buy anything, you know. Money runs the world, and it can buy anything, and it shows that you don't need. It just shows that you don't need to care about people in order to run a country of people, and to handle people's rights, you don't have to care about people. You just gotta care about money. Cause that's all that matters that's all the government cares about and that's what it's ran by but i don't know i just you know i think i'm gonna start wrapping this up um we pretty much talked about a lot of stuff i i hit the points that i wanted to hit the most thing i wanted to talk about is i want to talk to my black people about the fact that y'all need to stop creating separatism amongst the black community because it's gonna get real wicked shit is already wicked out here they're already killing us and I'm talking about, when I say us, I'm talking about black people. I'm talking about all black people. And when I talk about all black people, I'm talking about black trans people too. They're out here killing black people, black people. And you're just standing around cheering them on. So we need to do better. Um, and when I mean we, I mean y'all. Because the fuck, I, I stand for my people. I don't give a fuck. But if you're an ally and any 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 ally you know whether that be a black ally to trans people or or, or just have a little black power about yourself because uh, really it's not allyship um when you're a black person supporting a black trans person you're simply just being pro-black um but i would say like if you're an ally as far as outside of the community um as far as outside of blackness and you know outside of queerness outside of transness now's the time to act now's the time to speak up now's the time to tell your friend who loves to be homophobic or transphobic hey don't say that um step up you know allies a verb you can't just stand around and say yeah no i don't have a problem with with the, with the queer people and trans people no you need to start saying i'll stand up for a black person or a trans person or a queer person you know that's where you need to be at with it because we're at a time where shit is getting wicked you you see you see the way this world is going you see all the wicked shit that has already happened and it's funny because i see a lot of like like i see like for example you know that's like actually a term that a lot of cishet people use like especially like homophobic ones or cis or uh or transphobic ones being like you know it was getting wicked this world is getting wicked but like it is and it's not for the reasons that they're thinking because it's about to it's about to hit the fan y'all we got one year to the next election. It's about to hit the fucking fan. If they let that motherfucking wrinkly ass, old, decrepit ass orange in the office again, it's some fuckery. So y'all better, y'all better unify. If not, 
your fucking your your fucking battalion, your brigade, whoever the fuck your gang is, it's gonna look real. Y'all y'all gonna get taken out. That's why I'm saying black people need to be unified as much as possible because we are always the target. Always. Cause we the shit. We really we really them motherfuckers. We really we really made everything in this world. And they're always gonna continue to remind us of they're gonna always try to make it seem like we're less. They're always gonna try to um, you know, make us forget about our power. And we have so much power in numbers. So let's use that and that's pretty much all i had to say get your fucking minds out the gutter um i love that i could uh, i wanted to come do this on my podcast so i could talk my shit and also get paid to do it because i'm sick of platforms um censoring you know marginalized folks about talking about their experience and uh one thing i did want to bring up too uh, i was I, i'm stop I'm, I'm not gonna be on tiktok as much anymore but Hey, so this is Zion editing the podcast, and I actually wanted to mention, so uh, this is actually after the recording, and it's like, uh, I would say it's like within the same week that I recorded it, but um, the other day I actually went to go open up my TikTok, and I saw that I was permanently banned from the app. Um, They didn't give me any explanation, no email, no nothing about what guidelines I violated or anything like that, so... Yeah, I don't have a TikTok anymore, so if you follow, I know a few of you probably follow me over there that um, are watching this or listening to this, um, so I, you know, I don't know, I actually appealed it to see if I can get my account back so I can at least, you know, uh, you know, download all of my videos, because I can't access any of the content that I've been making over the past, like, almost two years on TikTok, um, which is trash, but, you know, this is just what they do. You know, censoring trans people, censoring marginalized people, and highlighting, you know, negativity and ignorance. So make sure you follow me and subscribe to my Patreon so you can support me on those platforms where I can actually monetize my content. I want to say I was live over there one day having a conversation with a couple other black trans men, and we were talking about kind of the issues with the bathroom. I want to say something about that after, too. But, um... Yeah, we were talking about, like, you know, our issues with the bathroom, how difficult it is to go to the bathroom and stuff like that. And uh, my friend actually was just talking about his experience. He got banned off TikTok, I guess, for violating community guidelines. I guess that means just being black, trans, and and, and using your words. So I guess that's against community guidelines. But, yeah, so it's just like we're being censored as well. Um, People don't want to hear the. They don't want to hear from you know the proverbial like horse's mouth about the shit that's actually going on you would rather hear from a fucking politician or you know a phobic person about a community that they don't know about they don't exist in they don't interact with or anything and the one thing too i want to say about bathroom is like it's crazy how these laws are put in place it's almost like kicking someone while they're down like for example the bathroom laws you could ask almost any trans person about how they feel about the bathrooms and whether that's about the bathrooms now or like throughout their life. At some point, they probably felt comfortable, uncomfortable going into a certain bathroom, trying to figure out which bathroom works for them because of other people. 
it's 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 hard and, and like for example like so so it's stuff that's already difficult for people that laws are making more difficult for people there's already all there's already like difficulty accessing certain things that laws are making it more difficult to access um i just i'm on my way out that's all i gotta say i'm on my way out of america i've been on my way out of america um my next move is either out of the south or out of the states I need my own planet. <laughs> if y'all want to come with me, that's fine. But we got rules. We got rules on my planet. There ain't no fucking homophobia. Ain't no transphobia. Ain't no ableism. Ain't no xenophobia. Ain't no, there's no anti-blackness. There's only pro-blackness to the truest form of its definition. Uh, and we like peace and weed. So that's what's going on on my planet. If y'all want to come over there with me, you know, y'all welcome. Anybody on that transphobic shit or homophobic shit headed to my planet you're getting shot out the fucking air we got anti-air weapons for anything that's phobic so yeah but uh that's 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 the vibe you know it's either it's either out of the out of the south out of the country or out of this world because i'm over it i'm sick of all of the the rhetoric and all of the you know just this it's an agenda it's a fucking agenda bro you guys think that, you know, trans people and, and queer people have an agenda. Our agenda is to live life without struggle, is to live life without having to look over our shoulders. And I know you, I know black people know how that feels. Like, I know you experience the same kind of shit we do, but it's like you choose to not relate because you want us to seem like we're different and we're odd and we're others. And we're others, but, um, Yeah. I think I've said what I needed to say. I feel like I got what I needed to say off my chest. And uh, I think I hit all the points that I wanted to. Um, you know, yeah. All I, I mean, my thing is do what you can. You know, anybody listening to this, do what you can to just be better. Because, like, the only way we're going to change the world is by changing ourselves. You're not going to... That's why these laws kind of piss me off and stuff because they make it seem like we really finna stop existing out here like we're not i'm gonna keep living i don't i don't really care what a fucking law says i'm gonna be real with you i don't fucking know i don't follow the laws <laughs> honestly I, I i may follow the law by accident but honestly i break that shit on purpose so <laughs> And this is a this is an artistic platform, so this cannot be used in court. Anyway, um, uh, it's been great um, talking to y'all. Um, I need to get my life together and uh, start my day, but I definitely wanted to get this podcast done so I could, you know, at least have it in the safe so I can go ahead and edit it when I have the chance. But it's been real. Um, I definitely wanted to just say this, all this, and um, for those of you who don't know already. Um, I actually am going to be posting the video form of this over on my Patreon. Uh, if you're watching this or listening to this over on YouTube and you happen to catch that 10 minute preview of the visuals here, uh, congrats to you. But you can always click the link uh, on whatever platform you're on and uh, find the Patreon link and invest and you'll be able to catch that full visual of my podcast. But it's been amazing. Um you know, speaking with y'all, I gotta get back on this platform more, I gotta, you know, I'm getting it together, I'm getting it together, but, um, either way, you know, it's, you know, if you're black, um, and trans, and you're listening to this, um, I just need you to know, like, you're loved, 
you have a lot of people in this world that are rooting for you, are actually protecting you, that actually care about your well-being. Um, you know, fuck the government. I think I'm gonna end it right there. I mean, that's a really a beautiful. I mean, put that bitch on the shirt. You know, because um, it's like they fucking us every day. So it's just like poetry. <laughs> anyway, no, nah, we're not. Nah, it's for real. But uh, yeah, it's been real. Um, be sure to check out my links below. Check and support your local black trans creator. Um, I've been staying consistent and shit like that, trying to get this content out here, pushing, pushing the algorithm, trying to kick the algorithm's ass. Um, trying to make it, you know, it's like we're all doing. So, yeah, um, be sure to tap into my platforms, follow the podcast or support the podcast, review the podcast, share the podcast. Just, just turn up, turn the podcast, turn, turn BZ3 up, becoming Zion season three. You know what I'm saying? BZ3, we in here. And yeah. I missed y'all, but we're going to be back on this platform. I got to bring some awesome people over here to talk to y'all. Um, I got my homie. He was supposed to be on the second episode. So if you, you know who you are. Um, but yeah, we're we going to get y'all in here. We're going to get it organized and we're going to talk our shit. Um, but other than that, it's been amazing uh, speaking with y'all. I always love to spread positivity. and But I also love to reveal um, unpopular truths because, you know, this world likes to ignore a lot of shit that just simply cannot be ignored but yeah um my name is zion pronouncing him and i'm out peace